There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Hello. Did we have a good workout? We did. Except for the guys hogging the treadmill. Seriously? Didn't they know we were there? <laughs> Why were they on there? So irritating. <laughs> um, our top story is about the 45-year-old billionaire who wants to look younger. No. Why I'm, is he still around? He's still in the... He's, he's just going to be part of the news cycle every other week until we die. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I don't care. You don't, so don't want to hear di- the story? Well, I'll hear the story because I always respect your story choices. Wow. (laughs) Well, for everyone else who's interested, we talked at length about Brian Johnson on our Patreon, on our most recent after show. He is a youth-obsessed tech tycoon. He famously drinks his son's blood. Does he drink it? Oh, he injects it. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. He injects his son's 17-year-old son's blood. So he can mm. stay young. And he looks like shit. He looks like a vampire. He looks awful. Anyway, he made the news. This is from the New York Post. Because he is talking about his penis rejuvenation therapy. Oh, no. Brian Johnson, the 45-year-old tech bro known for his obsessive anti-aging regimen, revealed this week that he has started penis rejuvenation therapy. This is part of his $2 million per year effort to reverse his biological clock. Johnson, who refers to his elaborate biohacking campaign as Project Blueprint, said he will be receiving, quote, focused shockwave therapy three times per week to see if he notices improvements in his love life. The total of six treatments will cost $1,000 to $2,000, he added. That's not that expensive for him. I don't even get what this does. Is it for wrinkles? It's okay. Here's what it does. <laughs> here's what he it's supposed to do. Multiple randomized controlled trials showed that shockwave therapy improves erectile dysfunction, oh. Johnson said. We are testing whether it improves total time nighttime erections. Subjective sexual performance, sexual satisfaction, and medical imaging-based penile markers. He can't even get laid. What what does he need this for? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to stick his dick in someone and come in one second. What is he he worried about? (laughs) Um, Do you know what a medical imaging-based penile marker is? Of course not. Well, that's part of this process. (laughs) In another post days earlier, Johnson detailed the, quote, baseline measurements and goals of his penis rejuvenation plan, including his ultimate target of achieving three hours and 30 minutes worth of nighttime erections. (laughs) What? So he's measuring penis health by how often he gets hard in the middle of the night. That's not even important. (laughs) 
<laughs> he, Why would that matter? Because he says that teenagers get hard a lot at night. Okay. So he wants to have the dick of a teenager. He wants to have wet dreams all the time. He wants to be having wet dreams and, I don't know, have the uncontrollable urge to jerk off. Well, that's good because no one wants to fuck him. So he is, he does have the sex life of a teen boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's really, I'm really embarrassed for him. Why, why is he admitting this? Did you see the picture of how cute he was five years ago? Yeah, that was insane. He looked cute. He looked completely good and there was nothing wrong with him. Somebody posted a picture of him or it was making the rounds on Twitter this week of this guy five years ago before he started undergoing all of this insane stuff to be younger. And he looked like a regular good-looking 40-year-old guy. No, it was crazy. Like I was like, that's a cute guy. Like He looked perfectly fine. I mean, and now he and looked young. No. Like, he looked like good for his age. He looks like shit now. He and looks his style awful. is worse. Like he had like this cute kind of curly brown hair and now he has like the fucking long stringy unhealthy hair. Yeah, I guess he's growing it out. His hair doesn't even look healthy. No, it's like he truly looks like the undead. He looks like garbage. Yeah, mama. Anyway, I'm not saying I'm not interested, but I don't really care if I never heard again. I wouldn't be like whatever happened to that guy. But yeah. of course I want to hear his stupid medical, but I'm not seeking it out. I'm not seeking it out, but we are bombarded with these individuals. If you're, st- if anyone's still clinging on to Twitter for dear life, you are constantly, like this week we were also bombarded by that guy who eats raw testicles in a giant bowl of milk. Oh, okay. Yes. Is that the guy who looks like a caveman? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what the story was, but I just scrolled past it and I was like, I'm not interested. And it was like, he's 38. And I was like, oh, wow. No, I don't think he is. He can't be. I don't know what his deal. He looks like he's been in the desert for like five years with no sunscreen. He looks like shit. His skin is thick and crusty. It is. (laughs) It is a baseball mitt. Like he's never moisturized ever. He looks awful and his hair is gross too. I do believe he's way younger than we think. Probably. Uh, I don't think he's 38, but I bet he's way younger than he looks. I heard he was even younger, someone No, said. that was a joke tweet. Okay. They were like, he's this guy's only 28. <laughs> okay, but I don't, I don't think he looks old. I, can't, I don't know what he is. Anyway. So there, he, that's bowl, balls in it, that blender? <laughs> it was I like, know what he was blending. This was like a cake mixing bowl. It was a huge bowl, and he filled it with milk and rob bull testicles. And he was just eating the bull testicles with his hands. Like he was picking it up out okay. of the bowl. I had no idea what was going on. I'm and glad he, I didn't. And he was talking about how this was like a really good diet. And he's like, if you don't think this tastes good, you could just put some chocolate protein powder in it. I mean, I, every fitness person says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, thanks. <laughs> That's not improving anything. But there is this whole weird trend I mean, it's a fringe thing still, I hope, of people thinking, like, just having these all raw meat diets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that does. I don't believe in any extreme diets. I don't think that, I don't think that's good for you. Like, because these people aren't even eating vegetables. No, they're only eating meat. And they're, like, acting like it's some kind of flex. It's like, you're 
you're dunking on yourself. And then they get some disease that hasn't existed since 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. They get and, like scurvy. And I will, I will reiterate once again that Jordan Peterson is a weirdo. If that lady still listens to our podcast. Don't write us an email defending him, please. You, you embarrass yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like four years ago, we got a very angry email and it was a long email. What if she's listening right now? And she's like, God damn it. <laughs> They're talking about me. <laughs> she's like, she took a break for three years and then she's like, maybe I'll try them again. Maybe they've changed and we're just shitting on her hero again. Yeah. Even though we haven't since the last time. Yeah. <laughs> that know. would be really funny. If that, if that happened to you, please do write us though. Yeah. <laughs> we need that. Yeah. And you're not going to convince me that Jordan Peterson is cool. <laughs> He's just not. Yeah. Come on. And he looks like shit too. And he eats like raw liver all the time. I think the key, uh, to convince me to eat your diet, your weird diet is look really great and healthy. And I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe I will add more turmeric to my diet or something. Like, yeah. And that's not yeah. even a tall order. Like you could do that. But if it was some like really extreme thing. I'm not doing anything extreme no. for sure. But I might be like, oh, for hmm. a second, if they yeah. looked great and, and they're like 90 yeah. They look like super healthy. I right. might believe them. It's true. But then you also have those 90-year-old women, you know, who are like, I, I'm living this long because I ate uh, pork fat every day. So who do I believe? <laughs> or something unhealthy. Yeah, I agree. So you just never know. You just never know. It's a lot of, it is luck. Yeah. Speaking of cavemen... I, I can't believe we actually have a transition today. <gasps> we did mention, you said that guy, that ball testicle, bull testicle guy looked like a caveman. Well, we have a caveman story today Whoa. from Scientific American. We have talked about this particular caveman before on a Patreon episode. Do you remember oh. our Patreon episode about cursed objects from around the world? Yes. Well, we have an update about one of our cursed objects, mm. and that is the corpse of Otzi the Caveman, or the Iceman. Do you remember this guy, Otzi? I mean, maybe if I hear more, Goatzi? Otzi. <laughs> it's not Goatzi. It's spelled O with an umlaut, T-Z-I. Okay. Otzi. Yeah. Is that, I, I guess. That's a name. This is from Scientific American, Otzi the Caveman, the Iceman. Get, yeah, he was found in ice. Gets a new look from genetic analysis. So they've updated this guy's look. Oh. Because we did have like a like a composite, like a 3D imaging of what they thought this guy looked like before he was just a corpse. That's what they do with like missing children. Yeah. Like, here's what they look like now. It's always like the most disturbing <laughs> image ever. It's always so creepy. Because it looks like a little child, but a little bit older. <laughs> Like an adult body, but with a child face still. It looks wrong. Yeah. They haven't perfected that technology yet. Yes. Um, this guy kind of looks like the guy in the face of the guy who was eating the testicles. Oh. Europe's oldest mummy had has had a makeover. Here's a little backstory. In 1991, hikers in an Italian valley near the border with Austria stumbled on a frozen corpse. The remains belonged to a man who had died around 5,300 years earlier after being shot by an arrow. Nicknamed Otzi after the valley where he was found, the Iceman became a sensation, capturing the imagination of people around the world and giving scientists into 
unprecedented insight into ancient Europeans. Otzi has conventionally been depicted with long, unkempt hair and pale skin. These interpretations arose in part from genetic sequencing of the mummy back in 2012. But a high-quality redo of Otzi's genome suggests that the Iceman probably had very little hair on his head and had a much darker skin than previously thought, concludes a study published on August 16th in Cell Genomics. The discovery makes sense considering the mummy's dark coloration and lack of hair, says co-author Albert Zink, a mummy researcher at Urec Research in Bolzano, Italy. I was surprised, he said. When I, but when I thought about it, it explains much better why the mummy looks like it does. Otzi's preservation on ice presented an early opportunity to do ancient DNA work. In 2012, researchers published a draft version of Otzi's genome, one of the first ancient genomes ever sequenced. The analysis suggested that Otzi had pale skin, brown eyes, previously thought to be blue, and steppe ancestry. This latter point was surprising because steppe ancestry from our ancient herding people hailing from Eastern Europe and Central Asia. It's common among Southern Europeans today. So this guy was like, this guy was a Southern European. He probably had a good tan. Ancient DNA technology has since improved by leaps and bounds. So what does he look like? I'm going to show you. This is what they updated him. I think they made him look worse. I don't know. I don't remember him looking this haggard. Oh. Because then they're getting, they're not just getting into what he looks like. They're getting into his style choices. Yeah. Right? Because they're saying, well, he had this beard trimmed at this level. He brushed his hair back. (laughs) Right? Why is his hair slicked back? He looks like he's in like 38 special or one of those bands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he like, really does. Um, he looks like a miner, like a yeah. like an like an old west miner. He's old west for sure. Otzi the Iceman. Let's see. What, what was he, his curse? Is that the one where they wanted to eat his meat or something? No. No. <laughs> no. That he was cursed. He like haunted museums and stuff. I think. Oh, okay. So his body was his corpse was cursed. His mummy. His mummy was cursed. Yeah, the corpse was cursed. Oh, remember how he had like the way his arm was positioned and it mummified was like across his chest. This is the real Otzi. That, that's what they found. <laughs> he's, he's stretching his lats. <laughs> he's totally doing a lat stretch when they found him. He's like, oh, I like how he died in that position. Yeah, that's how he died. He got shot by an arrow and he went, oh. He grabbed his shoulder. Oh, I've been shot. I can't find a picture of what he used to look like because now we're just being astroturfed with this new updated version. Yeah. So I don't even... It's like, who cares? Yeah, we don't... Why we don't, are they so invested in what he looked like? I'd like to know. <laughs> I, I'd like to know if a caveman was hot. The reason I don't care that much what they say he looked like is because I don't know that it's very accurate. Yeah, how do they know? And they could show me anything. I could draw something. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I agree with what you said. Like, how do we know that that's how his beard, how he did his beard? That's how he did his hair. Well, we know that that makes a huge difference in how a guy might look. Right. Because what's he covering uh, under that beard? There's, that beard is guy contour. It is, (laughs) it is contour for men. 
like how they styled their face. Like, did you see that picture of John Fetterman this week? He looked so different. He looked so different, but that was just taking away a goatee and making it a mustache and glasses. And he looked better to me. I I thought I liked his weird mustache. I thought he looked good. Like, yeah. But it, he looked like a completely different person. He did. Like, uh, facial hair can change a lot. So I'd like a few options. Yeah. Like maybe a close close shave. A close shave. Let's see a picture of him with the close shave. Let's with see a goatee. Let's, stubble. <laughs> let's, see, let's see some George Michael stubble. Let's see a John Waters mustache. Yeah, like a total 70s porn stash. Let's see a, <laughs> let's see a porn stash. Like we want to see like a Sam Elliott look. Yeah, let's get a <laughs> yeah, let's get an old west handlebar mustache. And let's like get some new hair options. Maybe he had um sun-kissed highlights, we don't know. We have no idea. He was in southern Europe. He could have had highlights in his hair. Absolutely. There's a lot of <laughs> sunny days down there. <laughs> if he was tan, Not all ice. He could have had some face framing baby lights. We don't know. Yeah, I agree. I want to see. I want to get like you know that little magnetic thing, Wooly Willy, <laughs> where you make the hairstyles yeah. yeah. with his face, <laughs> and we could do different styles. This is why we should be in charge of mummy aesthetics. We whatever this job there's is. There's a lot of things in science that would benefit from our input. I, Not like the science aspect. No, but the aesthetics. <laughs> But the stuff people want to know. Yeah, like we could be like, no, people want to see this um, fossil dick. Trust us. Don't focus on that. Focus. This will get you some news stories. Yeah. Like we know what sells. A dumb podcast will report on this story. Absolutely. I would also like to know more about how they determine what somebody might have looked like just based on bones. Like, I'd like to know that actual process. I'd like to know that process, and then I'd like to know how they come up with certain things that might have a lot of variables. Like, what do they? how do they decide? Yeah. Because it is just one person probably making a decision, right? Yeah. yeah. So let us know. Science. <laughs> yeah, let us fucking know. Anyway, a story we forgot to mention on our main episode this week is related to Spider-Man turn off the dark. And I just, this story obviously broke earlier this year, but I forgot that we should have mentioned this and I had forgotten about this story. And that is that George Santos had claimed that he was a producer on this musical. Do you remember that? No. What an idiot. (laughs) One of his many lies that George Santos perpetuated was that he was a producer on Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Why would you even brag about that? Of <laughs> it's like a, of all of all the musicals, why would this be the one? I mean, it's crazy. It's so weird. But it is kind of on brand for him that he picks this one like yeah. flop musical. The guy, one of the actual producers, Michael Cole, He had to make a statement. This is from Deadline. This is an old news story, but he had to make a statement being like, "Uh, that's not true. We've never even met that guy. He has nothing to do with with our shitty musical. He probably thought he'd pick something that was like not on Broadway anymore and that was a fail. No one was going to check. Yeah. Yeah. What a weirdo. We haven't gotten a George Santos lying story in a while. I feel like they all came out. They, they were there were some really good ones. I feel like there was like one a day. It used for a to while. be like yeah, and they were all over the place. It wasn't just like one 
area. No, they were every, <laughs> they were like so many different genres of lies. Yeah. Like, and things where it's like, wow, this guy's been busy. Didn't, didn't he get indicted recently? Like for real? He wasn't just bragging. <laughs> did he? I think he did because people were like, is he going to, you know, whatever, not retire, but uh, resign. resign. And he was like, no. No, he refused to resign. Yeah. No, I don't think he got indicted. I think he said, I think there was like a news story recently about him where he was like, where he kind of admitted to lying. I think there are some charges. Oh, I should look I, I should have looked charges. into that. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. We don't really talk about him. Except no. for his funny lies. But his lies, some of his lies... Were, do you remember when he got into a fight with Trixie Mattel on Twitter? Yes. That was, that was an iconic night. Because why would he think he could step to that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, why, I would, even I would not go at a drag queen. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, he got destroyed. Especially a comedy queen. Like. Yeah, he got destroyed. But it was really funny that they were in like a little spat on Twitter. Because that's the thing with him. He's delusional. He's so unserious. He's yeah, he's just crazy. Um I lived in his district though. You did? I realized that recently, like a few months ago, I was like, "Oh my god, that's my dis- that was one of the districts I lived in." Oh wow. Which is crazy. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to follow up with this, but yeah. the, but the Hill reported that you're right, Desi. He is he does he does face 13 criminal charges related to his financial crimes. And the headline from The Hill says, George Santos on whether he'd take a plea deal. Quote, look, right now, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. I mean, the thing about it is, in a way, I respect... (laughs) His brazen lying because yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, and it's like how are you this way? Yeah, it's kind of it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to witness how little this guy gives a shit. Yeah, so it's like he's so bad in many ways to me. Yeah, that it's difficult to say that, but in a way, it's like an incredible it's, thing we're witnessing. It's just. <laughs> Yeah, it's not that we think it's good. It's that it's incredible to witness because, like you said, it's it's brazen. It's very brazen, and the, the thing that sucks about it is that he's the representative for certain people who are clearly not being represented well, <laughs> uh, so that sucks for them. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think I can't remember, you know, it's a rare thing to see. Yeah. And I, I won't be surprised when he's out of Congress probably soon, we will get a tell-all interview with someone Ugh, I can't where wait. he spills a lot of tea because I think that's who he is. Yeah. He's going to always be chasing that attention. Right. Uh, so he will be turning on everyone, I think, at some point. This article finishes by saying, when asked if having the respect of the people he works with is important to him, the New York lawmaker said, never, no, to be quite honest. I mean, that's a great quote. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is... And I believe him. I totally believe him. Because you can't live your life this way, caring about what people think. No, he does not care. He doesn't even seem embarrassed by any of it. Any of us normal people would be... If we did some stupid white lie where we were like told someone we couldn't go to their birthday party and then we got busted at Starbucks or whatever... 
we would be humiliated for years about some from one of those little white lies. Yeah. And he can just go on living lie after lie, getting completely busted with physical evidence quite often. Yeah. Like papers, <laughs> photographs, whatever. Yeah. Like remember when he was like in drag in Brazil? Oh yeah, he K- was like Katara. That wasn't me. And yeah, he, and it was. But him. everyone's like, "That is you." <laughs> no, he'll that is face you. Why? Like it is crazy, right? So I don't know. I don't know how you get that way, right? And that's the one cool thing you've done is drag. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what's crazy. Like, yeah, he's like, "That's not me." I'm like, "Well, you should admit. You should want to admit because he's trying to be in a, a group that doesn't like him, right?" So yeah, my favorite of all of his lies was when people were like, you weren't Jewish. And he says, I never said I was Jewish. I said I was Jewish. No, that's an all hall of fame. That's a hall of fame quote, lie. First of all, because I was like, I relate to that. <laughs> first of all, because I'm stealing that. Because <laughs> Desi's, Desi's an honorary Jew. Yeah. I've decided. So, so that was hilarious because I was like, that is that's like comedy writing. It's comedy. <laughs> like but, that was brilliant. But you all but but you're not claiming like he did that he lost family in the Holocaust. I mean, when the minute you brought up the Jewish thing, I was like, oh God, I, I forgot about his first round of lies. Yeah. Because he's had so many since. I forgot that he claimed he had family died on 9-11. He's oh, Jewish. Yeah. He was wasn't he like married but then gay? Yeah. We found out he was married because he ran a as woman. a gay Republican, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And then we found out that he, I mean, not that that can't happen, but it was just on top of everything else. It was like, even that was a lie. Yeah. Like, whatever. It was yeah. just all of these things where it was kind of like, did anyone do any opposition research on this guy? <laughs> well, this, people this were crazy. People were real mad at whoever the Democrat was running against him. They were like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Did you do any, did you look into this guy Because people all? were finding stuff out just by Googling. Yeah. It wasn't even like deep research. No. no, that, that is like one of the most incompetent campaigns I've ever heard of. Yeah. That they, I have no they idea. couldn't find this stuff about, out Such about him. Such a character. <laughs> what wild. a weirdo. I would um, love to meet him I w- <laughs> at a party or something. Yeah. Um, we don't like him, but we do want to meet him. Anyway. Our final story is, <laughs> this is so stupid. I can't believe I'm doing this story. Mm, this is from Boston. This is from an ABC affiliate. Dog eats groom's passport days before Boston couple's wedding in Italy. Oh, the dog ate my passport. <laughs> He's trying to get out of it. Chicky, the golden retriever, ate Donato Frateroli's passport days before Damn. he was set to marry his fiance Magda Marzi, at their dream wedding in Italy. Are those two Italian? <laughs> They're going back to the motherland to get married. This does sound like a dream wedding. I feel really bad. Their dog ate their passport. I feel bad, but I know enough now to know that losing your passport or your ID isn't as bad as everyone makes it seem. Well, it was two weeks before their wedding. And getting a new passport is a tall order sometimes that quickly. Passport, yes. That's the problem. It's not that they need to get it replaced. It's that they have no time. Right. Maybe it's better if you're stuck in Italy and then you need to get back. They're more lenient. Like if you lose your passport, what are you stuck in the country you're in forever? Or if you lose your passport in Italy, you're like, oh, well, I guess I just eat pasta here. Well, that's definitely good. Yeah. I'd rather be stuck there. The article says, rut row, 
With less than two weeks to go until a Boston couple ties the knot in Italy, there's one big problem. Their dog ate the groom's passport. After years of wedding planning, Donato Frateroli and his fiance Magda Marzi, Masri, are facing a problem they could have never planned for. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was not good. Like, it was very stressful, the bride-to-be said Saturday. The couple went to City Hall on Thursday to get their marriage license and letter of intent, and then they went out to dinner. When they got back to their South Boston home, a nightmare was unfolding before their eyes. Their one-and-a-half-year-old golden retriever was eating his own dinner, Frateroli's passport. Why did they leave it out? I'm sorry. <laughs> Chicky chewed out the first four pages of the passport, several back pages, and a stamp from Mexico, where the couple got engaged a few years ago. When you first looked at the passport, it didn't look like it was super damaged. But once the couple got a closer look, they realized it was bad, very bad. It was like every important page, like all of his personal information completely torn up. His picture page was torn up. The barcode on the back of the passport was torn up. Masri said, adding that Chicky is a very good dog. I don't know about that. She's (laughs) she's not a house destroyer, she added of their puppy. With no appointments available in in the New England area to try and get a new passport and time quickly running out, the couple started reaching out to lawmakers. So they sent an email to their congressman to be like, please let us go to Italy for our wedding. Yeah. And they're going to get back to him. So he hasn't gotten back... To them yet? He's, well, he did get back, but he, Frateroli said ultimately it comes down to the State Department and the passport office to decide if they can issue him an emergency passport. So we don't know what's happened yet. We don't know, but I hope they do make it. I think it's good news for them that this story made the local news, so maybe there's some like added pressure to get them a passport. Yeah. If I had plans to go to Italy and like that happened to me, I'd be devastated. Melon. If Melon did it, which Melon would do it, which is why I'd keep my passport in a drawer. Right. I mean, I guess I learned a long time ago not to leave papers out that I don't want chewed up. Maybe they're first time dog owners. Maybe. I've just, I've told you this where I would hear paper being torn from your cat. Yeah. Because he would tear paper if he was hungry and I didn't didn't get up and give him food. Yeah. He was on a diet. Uh, (laughs) But I would always have to be like, I hope it's not like, my birth certificate or whatever. Yeah. So I just would never leave anything important out. Yeah. If it was just junk mail, fine. Have at it. You learn quickly what items you can and cannot leave out when you have a pet. Because everyone's pet does something annoying. Right. Like I can't leave glasses out on tables because Masha will knock them down and break them. Although I do feel like our system should be easier when things like this happen. Yes. They must happen all the time. It's like, what's the big deal? If he already had it all filled out, just getting him a new one, who find, cares? Find me in the system. Right? Yeah, like if you're just in the system already, what does it matter to get the new book? Like, Print it out. Yeah. Print it out, bitch. It's kind of weird passports in general. Like you have to get the stamp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what is this, the seems, 1920s? It seems really old. It's like, so old Shouldn't school. it be digitized by now, period? Like, you get the little stamp and you fill up your book. Yeah, it doesn't it seem very old fashioned. It kind of does. I'm just so shocked <laughs> that this stuff isn't more digitized at this point. Uh, but anyway, anyway, we'll be right back. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals, and during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. So Desi... Did you listen to any great podcast this week? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Just, oh, I thought you were... <laughs> I was looking before we got back from the break, and it turns out, it turns out I've been listening to the same stuff. Um, I still haven't listened to that who shat on my wedding, who shat on the floor at my wedding. I, I need to... I'm just verbally expressing that so I can listen to it. Yes, that's so funny, because I thought you were going to have things. No, <laughs> I just you were, like, you, you were like I'm looking through my to get my podcast, but you were looking. Yeah, it's nothing new. To. It's oh. nothing new from last week. It's like I didn't expand my horizons. No, I didn't either. We've gotten some suggestions too. I think. Yeah, and the Discord. Yeah, we have a Discord. If you want to be part of our Discord, it's available at the five dollar tier of our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. You have access to Discord. You can chat with us. We're on there chatting away. Yeah. There was like a, um, I can't remember what the, it's one of those, the people who do um, the Slate podcast uh, that will take a historical event like Watergate or something. I can't remember the name. It's I'm blanking out on it. I think it's those people and they did um, a Michael Jackson 
podcast. Oh. I think it's like a slow burn. Slow burn. Thank slow you. Slow burn. The slow burn people have done a Michael Jackson podcast. And it's with one of the slow burn hosts, and then it's with a music journalist as well. Cool. Um, so I'm kind of curious how they did what they did as far as that goes. Yeah, on that topic, especially their, f- their first one was like Bill Clinton, right? Or the, um, I think it was Watergate. Oh, Watergate. They did do a Clinton one, uh, but Maybe the first one was the Watergate, and it was it. really good. Yeah. Um. So I I am curious because obviously it's a story we've want to cover at some point so I'm interested to see what they did yeah and how they covered it right because it's it's a lot of it makes it's sense a complicated that, story it makes sense that it would also be a multi-part endeavor yes so uh, I definitely want to check that out what'd you do this week I didn't do anything. What you? What muscle groups did you work out at the gym? <laughs> I do a different muscle group every day. Today was uh, quad focused. Ooh, so a lot of squats. Watch out, guys! Desi's thighs are burning. <laughs> My thighs. It was a lot of squats. The hardest thing I do in that on that day is. Um, where I go under the bar with weights on my shoulders, like the dumbbell. No, sorry. Barbell. Yeah. I forget the difference. Barbell is yeah. the long one. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have to sit down on a bench and go back up. I just Oof. tap the bench and go back up. Oof. It's so hard. Like no. sometimes when I'm coming up, I'm this close to being like one of those guys at the gym who's like, because <laughs> it, it is so hard. Do you, like when you get to t- like eight, nine, ten, whatever. Right. Do you now understand why those guys grunt? I Does it make a little sense? I still don't know why they have to do it because I don't do it. <laughs> I just feel like it coming on and I would still be very um, quiet about it. There was this guy at the gym a few days ago. I think it was like Saturday. I was there Saturday and this guy was literally like having an orgasm lifting the barbells. Really? Like I was doing the treadmill and I was like... Oh, so he was right next to you? Well, it was on that weird self-propelling treadmill. Oh. I was on that. So it was in that weight room and this guy was lifting barbells or doing some kind... He was... Sounds like he was doing a similar thing to you actually. And he was like, oh. (laughs) And I was like, is no... Why is no one else turning around? I always That's wonder. what I'm always like, because I'm always like looking at people, laughing. Yeah, to see if other people. My trainer person, she's like, no one cares. No one's caring what you're doing at the gym. I was like, I'm literally always looking. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't really care, but I notice things for sure. Like I notice things, but I also, I never judge because I'm like such a novice when it comes to weightlifting. So I'm obviously, I don't, I don't even judge know. the noobs. Yeah. I usually judge the <laughs> Pros, the pros, <laughs> the people who have some weird, like they're not like people who are struggling to learn. Like, yeah, that's not what I'm laughing at. It's usually the people who think they know it all and they're like have all these weird performative things. Yeah, and it's usually guys. Guys love to grunt. They love to throw the weights down. Yeah, they love to walk around like a lion in front of his ca- cave yeah. <laughs> after they do something hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it There's is just certain things. So that's why whenever you see a woman making noises, like sex noises or grunting noises at the gym, it's always shocking. And it's like, wow, that's something you don't see every day. Like that lady in Pilates class. Oh, yeah. Do you remember her where she was like, oh. <laughs> 
that was a little more relatable because she was in pain. <laughs> she wasn't doing anything kind of like performative macho. No. It was she, like, ow. <laughs> but even that, it's like, I, I guess I'm just not someone who um, makes noises without thinking I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, uh, involuntary I, noises. I, I, would I don't just, really do it. I'm too self-conscious. Like, I'd be too embarrassed. Even like breathing really hard in Pilates, like I don't feel comfortable like being like, ooh, <laughs> like when they want you to really go, ooh. Like, what about when in Pilates where you're supposed to do like, yeah. like, like you're doing like Lamaze class? I'm kind of like honestly hoping one day I get the breathing because I still feel like I'm always like, oh shit, I forgot to breathe. Like, to inhale. Or when I inhale and when I exhale, I always do it wrong and then I can't, or sometimes I'm, I'm like, this is too fast. I don't want to, I'm not ready to inhale. Yet. Or like, yeah, I, it's really difficult to get the breathing down. I think to be like, honest, like you're, you're lucky. Cause you have like a trainer who's like showing you how to, but there's certain like moves. I'm like, I'll see people doing around the gym and I'm like, Hmm, like, and I, I feel bad for like looking at them, but I've, I'm only looking because I want to like see what they're doing so I can do it. Oh, I look now because of that too. Yeah. Like I want to see, am I doing this right? Or like, oh, wait, what are they doing? Can I do that? Like, yeah. So I do feel like it is educational. Uh, and I'm not like they're just making fun of everyone at the gym. But then no. you see there's certain things that do trigger me and it is the performative male grunting and noise. That's one. There is Not a, every guy does it. There is a sign at our gym that says, please don't drop the weights. That doesn't, that sign doesn't work that, with those guys. That, <laughs> and then the I, other thing is couples. Like there was a very odd <laughs> couple today and they were both very thin. And when I was trying to do this thing on the, there's like a walkway in the gym where you can do like walking, pushing things or whatever. Yeah. And they were just lying in the middle of that walkway. So I couldn't do my thing I needed to do until they finished. They were on a foam roller and they were doing like something that looked like synchronized swimming. (laughs) That's so cool. I was like, what the hell are they doing? And it was very like, I can't explain exactly what it was. But they were, you know how you go to the gym and you, you learn a little bit, you see people like you were like, oh, I want to do that. But you also see people like, that's not doing anything. I'm so sad I missed that. It was bizarre. And they were doing it together. <laughs> that's so it, cool. It looked synchronized. It was so, I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I didn't ask though. I didn't realize that the foam rollers were like a workout. I That's what I couldn't figure out if it was like a strap, because I use them to like, you know, loosen muscles yes, or whatever. Yes. Like I did use them today, but I've never done what they did. That was, like I said, like a synchronized swimming. I bet they have like a whole routine that they do. It's also one of those things with couples. I'm like, does she want to do this or does he make her? <laughs> like we had to go do this now. I know which couple you're taught. This is, he's really thin. Yeah. It might be the same couple we're talking about. But I feel like I couldn't tell if that was her boyfriend or her personal trainer. Because they look there looked like there was some sparks between them, but he also was like instructing her. No, he's not her personal trainer because I've seen tons of boyfriends there instructing their girlfriends. Oh. I see it a lot. Like, really? Actually, yes. And I know it's not a personal trainer because Because he doesn't work there. He doesn't work we there. Would, we would know yeah, him. We would know there. I don't think you can come in and personal train there, like as a professional. Right. I don't think 
that you're allowed to. So they to. just both go to the gym and he like instructs her. Yeah, which I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I'd have to be very attracted to someone where they could tell me what to do and I wouldn't be annoyed. <laughs> like a, you mean if it was your partner, like yes, like your boyfriend? Yeah. Yes. Do you know how you're like, there's also, it probably would have to be new because I'm sure like five years in, I'd be like, fuck you. There, there <laughs> you was, I don't want to put my knees in proper position, dick. Like, yeah. Like you get in a fight and you're, and they're like, do, do two more. And you're like, go to fucking hell. Yeah. Like you'd, it would be like early relationship where I'd be like, cool. I'm so game for anything. Yeah. And then like five years later, I was like, if you fucking tell me to correct my bot posture one more time, like yeah. it would be probably a bad idea. There was this tweet yesterday that I saw and it was like, what's the one, it was like a prompt tweet, but it was really, the responses were really funny. And it was like, what's the one workout move like you're just never going to do? And so many people were like burpees and like the one viral quote tweet was like, burpees, there's no reason to be that dramatic (laughs) or something like that. I literally just saw that. Okay. I love that. I just saw that. tweet made me laugh out loud because honestly... Yes. Burpees are too dramatic. They're so dramatic. They're so hard. That's like, there's a lot of CrossFit, um, is that what it's called? Influence in yeah. fitness that I find to be um, ir- irritating. And they're always CrossFit related but ac- burpees, exercise. But burpees aren't from CrossFit. That's like an old school. I think CrossFit popularized them again. Oh. Because I don't think people were doing burpees Anymore. until very recent, like in the past 10 years, right? I agree. But I feel like burpees was like a very dated, like old school because I learned what a burpee was in PE in elementary school. But CrossFit brought back a lot of old things that people weren't doing that were like body weight um you know, exercises, right? Yeah. Where you're pulling yourself up, you're jumping on boxes, you're doing burpees. You're climbing through tires. You're doing fucking jumping. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like what you did in the gym in the 1900s. Yeah. You throw someone a fucking medicine ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself in that white wrap thing that yeah, jiggles. <laughs> <laughs> I just think CrossFit popularized a lot of that old body weight exercise type stuff, you yeah. know, where you're using your own own body weight, yeah. which is really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. No, burpees burpees suck ass. Somebody I was like reading all the other responses and somebody mentioned the um jack squat. Have you ever heard of a jack squat? <sighs> I just lear- I mean, I can picture how horrible it is. Look, I just <laughs> I just I look- hate jumping jacks. No, it's not a jumping jack. It's worse. I know that it seems like a combo, right? It's, it's worse. I'm just saying I hate jumping jacks. So anything it's, that involves that plus another thing I don't just, like. Let me just tell you what it is. It is a fucking terrible. I'm going to actually try to do it so you can see and I'm going to fall over. Okay, just explain what I'm doing. She's putting one leg up. She's squatting down on one. That's what it is? Yeah. You fall to the ground? No, you don't. Oh. <laughs> I was supposed to have low. <laughs> I'm out of breath. I was supposed to have lowered myself without falling down. So on into one a squat. knee, on, squat with one knee while one leg is up. Yes, all Why the way down do to the ground. That's going to hurt your knee. <laughs> all the Poor way knee. down to the ground and then come back up, and that's one jack squat. Jack squat. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck you that. put jack in. 
I have to do some jumping jacks every once in a while. And it, I always laugh when I'm doing them. I'm like, I hate this every second. And there's like a variation where it's like a seal jack. What? That one makes me laugh. I was like, what am I, a fucking seal. trained animal? What's a seal jack? It's like instead of your arms going up, they go in front. Oh, they clap? They clap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can you name this? I'm not... <laughs> I am seriously not doing any more animal named exercises. Bear crawl. Bear crawl. I fuck the bear crawl. I'm not crawling on the floor. <laughs> Remember when I didn't do that? Yeah. Everyone did it. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I just don't crawl. <laughs> I'm past that phase developmentally. I do not crawl. I'm not doing a crab walk. I'm not doing any fucking... <laughs> I forgot. Wait a minute. Are people still doing crab walks? I don't know. I saw someone doing it. I was like, that looks like you're in a Japanese horror movie. And I'm fucking frightened. Because they go fast sometimes. (laughs) And it's just like, that scares me. That scares me. Because that's a PE move that I haven't seen. The fucking crab walk. That I haven't seen since PE. That's why they're bringing back those exercises that tortured us. As kids. As kids. Where we have to do some fucking fitness challenge. Do a crab walk in front of our crushes. It is, I, I got in so much trouble all the time in PE class as a kid, like so much trouble throughout my entire PE career. Oh yeah. Me too. Like cutting corners. Cutting corners. (laughs) I was the queen of cutting corners. And like, by the time I got to high school and like, I have like a smoker's cough and they're like, run, stop walking. I got into fights with my gym teachers every fucking year. <laughs> I was their fucking they I was like their worst student. I was always the one who like had notes to get out of things. Like yeah. my period. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to do jack shit in <laughs> gym. They all hated me. They must have been like, God damn. No, I've I disrespected them. I disrespected them too. I have so many good gym stories from my friend Spencer, who you know, because uh-huh. he goes to our gym that we and he's super fucking jacked. Yes, but we were the bad people in gym class in high school, and we got he we one of our gym teachers called us the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You guys are a bunch of burnouts." Ooh. He called me Stephanie and Spencer the Bermuda Triangle because we were just standing in the middle of the like hockey, the like street hockey. Uh, what does he court. think that that meant? <laughs> <laughs> Was he just like, that's a famous triangle? Yeah. <laughs> There's three of them? Because we were like cursed. <laughs> you know, like, were people disappearing in between you guys? No. Like, no. Know, like what but he thought the Bermuda Triangle? I will never forget it. Like we still talk about it today. Like the next time you see Spencer at the gym, if you say to him, you're the Bermuda Triangle, he will know exactly what you're talking about. He was like, bunch of Bermuda burnouts. Bermuda Triangle. He just kept saying that. Oh my god! And um, I don't know what it is, but I went into gym with zero respect. <laughs> my gym teacher, I did not care. I will say though that both Spencer and I, we still talk about her to this day. One of our, our gym teacher freshman year, I I don't know where this woman is today, but I wish I could have her as a personal trainer now. She was like had this wild curly blonde hair. And she was so positive, but really yeah. aggressive. And she was always yelling at us to use our core. Ooh. She's like, use your core. And she was really into like extreme horseback riding. Oh. Like she would like ride what her. What does that mean? 
It's like the mountain biking of horseback riding. Oh my God. She was like riding or she would always tell us about riding her horse up like a rocky terrain. <laughs> <laughs> and she's... I fucking love that woman. If I could hire her as a personal trainer today, I would. No, I don't doubt there are good, cool gym teachers. I just never had one. <laughs> Mine were like football coach types. Yeah. God bless them. They 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 fit they fit the stereotypes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, um, what'd you eat? Oh my god, I don't think I had anything good. Again, what did you want to eat? What did I want? What did you fantasize? I did, I did. I have once again just still looking through menus. Really into barbecue. Mm. I'd love some barbecue. Barbecue pilled. I did buy a, a lot of great tomatoes this week. At um. <laughs> I did get some good tomatoes and made uh, caprese salad. Yeah. So that was good. Wait, weren't we talking about burrata on the treadmill the other day? I did buy some burrata. Because I was telling you my secret shame about what I ate this week. Refresh my memory. What did you eat? Pizza. Oh, the pizza. The, That's right. The pizza. The right. It was Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Not pizza. Pizza Hut. It was Pizza Hut. Now, it actually made me think, because... It's pizza is the one thing I don't eat junk pizza. And it's, uh, I'm not that type of person in any other food. I'll eat, I eat a ton of crap. Like, yeah. I don't care about having gourmet versions of everything. I eat Taco Bell, I eat McDonald's, whatever. <laughs> like, right. But pizza is the one thing where I don't know what it is. I don't really like it. I think that's part of it. And I'm just never tempted by it. I'm sure there could be a situation though where I would eat it, like if I'm shit faced and starving and that's sitting in front of me. I type agree, deal. I agree with you and I totally I totally agree with you in that pizza is rarely the type of food I ever want like the fast food version of. However, I don't know what was going on. Maybe an astrologer can tell me what was happening last week, but I we were both craving Pizza Hut, and it was also after midnight, and Triple Bean Pizza was closed, right. and we ordered Pizza Hut. Like for me, there's the gourmet pizza, and my like junk food pizza is like just a classic a New slice. York slice, like yeah. that type of pizza. Well, that's like two different kinds of pizzas, and they're both valid. Yes. I like both of them. Um, no, and I, I, I'm just. I'm, it's not even uh, it's not even a judgment. I just don't know why I don't like it. No, or why I get that's it. where I have the hard line. I get it. But like I said, if someone put it in front of me and I was drinking or I whatever, bet you, I bet you would have liked this pizza. It was so greasy and there was so much cheese on it, and it was so good. So that I, could be it though, because I don't like a ton of cheese on my pizza. It was. Right? I ate four slices <laughs> in a row. I ate four slices in a row, and then I had the cinestics because I was like, oh. Babe, do they have the Cinestics? He's like, let me see. Yeah. And um, I was like, well, we better get those because when are we going to order from Pizza Hut again? And the th- crust is thick. It's a thick Hut, crust, right? which I gen, gen, like that's not, but I guess the Sicilian pizza is like a thick, thicker crust. But this is different because the top part of the thing is kind of wet. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was, it's a very, it almost tastes like fried because it's like a pan, their original pan pizza because they have like a hand tossed one that's more of like a classic pizza crust. But their like OG pizza is called like their original pan pizza. Of so, course. So the, and that's what we got. We got, I'm like, if we're going to go Pizza Hut, we're going to go Pizza Hut. No, the outside is crispy and yeah, greasy. It was crispy and greasy. And then the, 
inside, the top of it is kind of almost borderline wet. Yeah. And undercooked. It's so chewy. Yeah. Um, was Pizza Hut the brand that had those commercials with the talking pizza slice? Pizza, pizza. No, 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 no. <laughs> That is Little Caesars. That's Little Caesars? That is Little Caesars. Pizza pizza? Yeah, pizza pizza. It was pizza like, Hut? Pizza. Do you remember in the 90s, the talking pizza head? And he was kind of like a Mr. Bill character. He was always getting oh like God. squashed no. or I something. I remember the Noid. That was like... That's Domino's. That's Domino's. Avoid the Noid. Avoid... Why did they... Why did who they... Who came up with that? Why? Why is his name Noid? Why? Because he was about like getting your pizza fast, right? And if you didn't get it in 30 minutes, the Noid would kill you? Is that what their concept was? I can't remember the concept. Because you wanted to avoid him. You want to avoid him. The Noid, maybe the Noid is whatever caused your pizza to take longer than 30 minutes. (laughs) He he caused a traffic jam? I have no idea. That was like a big part of um, food, commercial food culture in the late 80s and early 90s was like, our mascots trying to prevent you from enjoying our food. Yeah. <laughs> like the tricks rabbit was trying to take the tricks for himself. Um, yes. They were all mischievous. The cookie crisp mascot was a fucking bank robber. He had a little bank, he had a little raccoon mask. He was a, he was a convict. What was he going to do? Steal our cereal in those he, little bags? He was going to steal the, steal the cereal. He also had a dog. He had a criminal dog. Mm sidekick it's like go ahead we don't like cookie crisp (laughs) (laughs) the the most disappointing cereal of all time disappointing (laughs) um lucky charms that guy was trying to steal your cereal too oh or was he preventing people from stealing the cereal from him yeah because maybe we stole it from him sometimes they're just trying to keep their loot (laughs) he's like that's like the theme of leprechaun right we came in and stole the charms, and he wants them back, maybe. I think the Trix Rabbit, the, I felt bad for the Trix Rabbit because... He had some kind of personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> let's, di- let's go through. Let's diagnose all the mascots right now. Um, Tony the Tiger, Roid Rage, definitely. Yeah, he's a narcissist. And he's a narcissist, <laughs> but he's hot. He's very jacked. He's Didn't jacked. you tweet something like that you would let Tony the Tiger fuck you once? He's hot. I bet if you If I had a- to pick a mascot of cereal, I could also go with Crackle. <laughs> wait, <laughs> <One of> the- <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. That is disgusting. <laughs> One of them is kind of cute. Are you talking about Snap Crackle? Yes, yes. (laughs) Look him up right now. I can't crackle from from Rice Krispies. I mean, are they going to be specific? Look, he also got a um, Snap Crackle Pop. Which one is which? Was it the blonde one? You don't Uh, like. I don't. You don't like blonde guys that much. Sometimes you know. I don't know. Let's see. I think they have their little names. The the. Oh wait, the blonde one is Crackle. Pop is the this one. I don't like these. These are see, see it's like they're showing me the modern version. No, you want to see I the, need 80s. the old ones. <laughs> you want the old I want the old ones. They're cuter because the, they modernize and they try to make them look like like real people. It's like no, these are uh, 
elves. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What were they? Were they supposed to be elves or just like? Well, they're very small. They're very, <laughs> what about I the? Don't know. What about the Keebler elf? He was old. He's not attractive. He's not. He also has like a serious anxiety disorder. No, they all have like. Anxiety, OCD. Like yeah. the rabbit has like OCD. He's very fidgety. He probably has undiagnosed ADHD. Because <laughs> he just focused on those fucking tricks. He was obsessed with those tricks. But I did feel bad for him because the kids never let him have any. Yeah. And I thought the kids were being little brats about it. Well, why don't you just give him some tricks? Give him Your some mom tricks. Will buy more. Uh, I can't find the exact hot. Um, Snap, crackle, and pop. So one of them is dressed like a little uh, soldier boy. Let me see. Let right? Me see. He has a little... <laughs> he looks like he's from coming from the Nutcracker performance. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. He's got a military uh, chic Oh, my God. Look. look at these cute little boys dressed as snap, crackle, and pop. Oh, that is, that is, oh, that is the cutest that thing I've ever seen. Great costume idea. Oh, my God. These kids are cute. What a good idea. Um, yeah, I agree that all the mascots from that period are highly neurotic. Or except with the exception of the, um, the golden crisp guy, he was like very high. He was, oh, you know who was confident? Remember the guy who was shaped like, um, a Swiss cheese wheel? (laughs) Wait, (laughs) wait, the hunk of cheese, a hankin' for a hunk of cheese? Yeah, the hank of, no, he was pretty confident. No, he is demented. (laughs) (laughs) But confident. (laughs) He's confident, but that guy is on speed. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm trying to think. Wait, I don't know who's the golden crisp. What's the guy, golden crisp. He's like a bear, and he, I think he's high. I think oh. he's supposed to be like a stoner. Oh, but there, he you was know what? There's very a lot chill. of low key stoned mascot cartoon characters. Don't you think? Sugar Smacks the frog. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of chill. What about the chef? Oh, did you know one time? This was like not too long ago. I don't know how I ended up on like serialwiki.com, but I've been there. <laughs> I have. But I looked into like the uh, lore about the chef from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. His oh. name is Wendell. Oh. Um, this was the bear. This was the bear from Golden Crisp. Oh, yeah, I know him. He's, he's he was, high. He's high. Look at him. He's so That's high. That's what I look like when I'm high <laughs> eating cereal. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's what it was. His name was Wendell. I think here's why I was looking him up is because they got rid of Wendell recently and they replaced <gasps> him with like a anthropomorphic piece of cereal. Oh, the story of Chef Wendell. Oh my God, he's still on the General Mills website. Oh wait, this is from 2014. Chef Wendell cereal wiki. He's the mascot for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. He used to make the cereal with two other chefs, Quello and Bob. Chef Wendell was eventually replaced by the Crazy Squares, now the Cinnamon Cinemojis. They replaced him. That's so sad because, well, also, why do I feel sad for someone who's not real? (laughs) (laughs) He got fired. He got fired. I was like, why is he still on the website? They should take him down. He's been doing this job for like 40 years. And he got replaced by a cinnamon toast emoji. That is so that unfair. Is so you can picture the dumbass like Gen Z probably person who's like, no, we gotta update it. I don't P- even people don't like chefs, they like emojis. I bet it's like someone 
they think they're cool with Gen Z. It's not Maybe. it's not even a Gen Z person. It's someone who thinks that's what Gen Z wants. And I think Gen Z would like the chef back. I'm speaking on behalf of Gen Z. Um, are they is that sorry, I got something caught in my throat. I thought I was gonna sneeze. <laughs> you know you feel like a bug went in the back of your throat? Maybe a bug dead. Um yeah, I don't know. Is is that cereal popular? Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I don't know. I was never that into it. I, I wasn't either, but I guess it's been around a while. It's been around so long. To be honest, the mascot isn't even like, is he used in commercials? Yeah, so he, he was always in the commercials when okay. I was a kid because his whole thing was like, only kids know why my cinnamon toast crunch tastes so good. <laughs> Your parents won't be able to figure it out. That's disturbing. <laughs> Maybe he got fired for a reason. <laughs> Well, Your parents won't be able to pay. It's our secret, kids. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stop. You're, you're slandering Chef Wendell. Chef he, Wendell's got to go. I'm got, sorry, kids. He got canceled. No, we love him. Because <laughs> they don't know that they were like groomed, groomed. by Chef Wendell. <laughs> Look, this happened to me. <laughs> we know his name. He gives us candy. <laughs> no, never speak of him. He's going away for a long time. You're getting the emoji and you're going to like it. I don't want the emoji. I like Chef Wendell. Mm, he was nice. <laughs> Only he knows why Cinnamon Toast Crunch has swirls of real cinnamon. He knows the secret, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God. I swear to God, those commercials much like every single cereal commercial at that time or like any kind of kids commercial was about how your parents suck, your parents are lame. Mm. Even like they would go after your grandma in those commercials. They'd be like, your grandma's an old bitch. (laughs) She's eating grape nuts. (laughs) She could never appreciate. Do you you remember that though? Those commercials where it would like cut, it would like smash cut to grandma and it looked like she'd be in like a bad old like, gray wig and like a little granny house dress like burr, 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 and be like we're gonna punch your grandma in the nuts <laughs> we, i miss that kind of advertising <laughs> we need uh, that back we we've we're totally out of the era of like children being rude little shits in commercials yes, like yes. famously the apple jacks kids Awful. All terrible. Little ginger. (laughs) (laughs) The ginger. There was always a ginger kid in the Apple Jacks because they're like, oh, freckles, ginger. Ginger bullies were big in the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. How did you feel about that? They were always an evil ginger. I agree. (laughs) I agree. Gingers Uh, are evil. (laughs) Desi's Desi's the ginger on the show. Um, I I don't know what it is. I think because... They got a look, right? It's a distinct look, right? It, you see that kid coming, we know. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be trouble. Because if they're not a bully, they're like the biggest smart ass on the block. Like, yeah, they're always, they're always a fucking nightmare in some way. It's always the boys. I'm trying to think of a girl who is like a bully. You. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm the, not a cartoon. She, Desi wasn't a bully, but she was a smart ass. Oh, well, yeah. 
You were a smart. We just heard your, about the gym teachers, about oh, I your was very disrespectful. You were probably taking way too long at the pencil sharpener. You, t- I talked back to my teacher <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I, I like definitely to see did. That. I, I mean, I was also like a teacher's pet, like if I liked them. But if the teacher was like a bad teacher, I'd be like, what? You already told us that. Like I was definitely, I had those moments mm. where I was like a little bitch for sure. You know what my mom tells her students? She's like, I know. I used to talk. I She tries to like level with them. She's like, I used to be the talker. I used to get in trouble for talking in class too. Oh, I I got in trouble for that a lot. <laughs> so did I. I always have to finish. I always have to finish my sentence too. Stop talking, and then he came out. I had to like finish the last part of the sentence, <laughs> or I'd forget. I would always get the ladies, ladies. Yeah, I I got kicked out of class a few times. Yeah, because I wouldn't shut up. I wouldn't shut up in class. I would not. Sh- I could never be like sat next to my best friend. Because we'd be laughing the whole time. Oh, yeah. I would definitely be interrupting yeah. class in some way by yeah. laughing yeah. or like whispering. <laughs> yeah. Teachers we, don't know. We'd never be I able to things. be sat next to each other. We'd be, we'd be kicked out so fast. It's hard to be quiet in class. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> You're so boring. We got... We got uh, mental issues too. We're just like the serial mascots. Hey, we we call them like we see. We them call we them know. like we see them. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're just saying from experience. Absolutely. Before you email us, yeah, don't ever email us. Think about the context first. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Before. Oh, speaking of which, when I had the typo on last week's mini episode, and I realized it right after I hit published, I was like, "That's probably spelled wrong." Yeah. And I knew it was wrong, but I didn't get the little squiggly red underline telling me it was wrong. And it, I uploaded that at like midnight and I was so tired because we had gone to the gym and we went to the gym hard before we did that episode. And I just wanted to like shower and go to bed. Like I didn't even fucking shower after we, like, cause we just went straight to recording the episode. Right. Behind the scenes insight. I, I definitely was like, does she know I before E? Except after C. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to reiterate, we're doing our best. Desi and I barely graduated high school. We did not do um, edu- further education after that. You and didn't. I did. You did some college? Yeah. I forgot about that. I never went for a degree. I just oh. took classes. Okay. So. I took a tap dancing class at <laughs> Santa Monica College. You did? They have tap dancing? Yeah, but I didn't finish the class because I was high on cocaine. Well, (laughs) it still counts. (laughs) I did. If you were George Santos, you would. uh, I would have told. Yeah, if I was George Santos, I would have told people by now that I was like a college educated tap dancer. I majored in dance. I majored in dance. Um, No, that that's yeah. That was a really sad state of affairs that I couldn't even at that point in my life I couldn't even make it to that. I love that you signed up for it. Well, because (laughs) I was like such a burnout. I was like, my family's like, I just wanted my family to get off my back. They're like, you have to do something. Like you can't just party. And that was your choice. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, Ma. Take you up for it. Sign up for classes at Santa Monica College. They're like, you what ha- are you taking? Oh, tap dance. That's what I did. I took tap. These are the classes I took. I took tap dance. I took voice and speech, and I took 
theater history. I loved the theater history class. And that one I actually got a good grade in. I got a B plus. Wow. Which for me, that's a very good grade. No, I, I liked taking classes. I took a ton, but it was all things I just wanted to take. I had this, I had a, I had a close friend. I had like, I had like a BFF Javante in my voice and speech class. I don't know. I don't know where he is today. Um, but if, if you're out there, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not addicted to drugs anymore <laughs> and I'm sorry for how unhinged I was during that period. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I got a lot of Santa Monica college stories from the very brief time I went there. It was nice. seriously, it was like, it, it was like a semester. a semester and I rarely went to class. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have to go really. Right? Yeah, I would, well, because I'd be on like some crazy bender, and then it, the next thing I know, it's like eight thirty, and I'm still awake from the night before, and I'm like, oh shit, I got tap dancing class, and I'm like, I'm just gonna bail. I'm just gonna bail. Yeah, or I'm gonna tap dance to like Square Biz right now at home, and that's a class. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I wonder what your teachers thought. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do wonder that, and that is like a source of shame. I'm like, God, like uh, that is like the c- eternal like r- person in recovery shame, where you're just like, I just was like Tasmanian devil, just blowing through town, <laughs> just embarrassing myself all over town, like thinking you're doing fine, thinking no one knows what's going on yeah. when everybody fucking knows. Yeah, and you're like, Hey, I'm a tap dance. <laughs> Shows up. It's like there's the girl who wasn't here for four weeks, and now she's back. <laughs> it's literally what I did. Also, I I wasn't. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I also think I signed up for way too of an advanced of a level because <laughs> <laughs> I did have some tap experience because I had done music a lot of musical theater, right? And I had tap danced in musical theater before, but I I definitely this was my hubris. I was like, I could do an intermediate or a you know. <laughs> advanced level tap whatever i signed up for was definitely because i remember the first day i showed up they're like all right everybody one two three four and they're whatever five six seven eight and everyone just launches into some routine that i'm like i don't know this routine (laughs) and you're like can you play shorten and bread yeah (laughs) can we just start with a few buffaloes and some time steps (laughs) yeah can we just please please no everyone's like doing wings and like oh my god like crazy and I could not get my life together because I was such a disaster. We should take tap. I would love to take tap with you. It's my dream. I need to start at the beginning though. It's my dream to do a tap routine with you at, at a live show. Oh, we can, okay. we I can, gotta get good. We can do the tap from anything goes. That's a classic tap routine. Love it. Yeah. So I need to get good. You need to, it's not I, even that hard of a tap routine. But don't, you're going to get strict. I can teach you it. You can yell at me. <laughs> Stop it! You hit me with a stick. I'm gonna. He, I was imagining myself holding a large ruler, like yeah. a yardstick. No, I could probably do it. You can totally do it because I have all. I know all the fake moves. Yeah, I've been fake tap dancing my whole life. Once you, that's how I learned. Because when I actually had like a teach, when I learned for real the first time, I'm like, I've seen that move before. I've watched every Shirley Temple movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I know this. I know this move. Yeah, no, totally. We should go. This is a very demented episode. Yeah, sorry. Uh, how did we get here? How did Jesus. we get? How did we get here? 
if we started off by talking about Tony the Tiger. They're <laughs> great. Okay. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.